0: and welcome back to Corona Radio, brought to you by Hat Radio. My name is Avram Rosenzweig, and this is show three of Corona Radio. Uh, Welcome to it. I've launched this show in light of what the entire world is going through, and that is suffering because of this tiny little bacteria, the coronavirus. And I want to dedicate this show, show three that is, to Via Hafta. It's a Toronto nonprofit. It's a charity that works uh, on behalf of and with the homeless. Uh, more specifically, to its executive director, uh, Carrie Kozarik. Tonight, I saw posted on Facebook that she was the driver of one of Via Hafta's outreach vans. In essence, she went out there uh, and to make sure that the people living on or near the street, those people whom we call the homeless, were fed, had clothing, had blankets, had water, and uh, warm liquids. I called her up afterwards. I said, man, you are the real deal. And you know, that's those are the people that make this world move forward. They're called the righteous people. She's a beautiful human being and a wonderful executive director. One of the things you can do during the coronavirus um, is to give charity. You know, it's said that charity brings peace. No doubt charity brings health as well. And certainly there are individuals out there who need our help so make sure to give charity all the time no matter what your economic status is but at this time in particular if you want to give charity to via hafta call 416-964-7698 once again 416-964-7698 you can give charity online to them as well at viahafta.org. that's v-e-a-h avta so a big shout out to Carrie kosrik and to her entire staff they set up a a phone system to ensure that all the uh, participants in their via hafta street academy uh, would be able to call in and participate in the classes that they would normally attend so again you know we're adjusting in these crazy times And uh, there are so many nonprofits out there doing incredible work and having to do so on limited amount of funds. So make this time really meaningful and give of yourself, Uh, do kind things, and we'll talk more about that later. But also give charity, man, give charity. Funds go a long way. They keep programs going, and you can only imagine these economic times. Nonprofits are going to struggle quite a bit, quite a bit. So make sure you do that. I want to start off the show as well with a poem that was written by an unknown author. Uh, Before I do that, I do want to tell you that it's 12 o'clock at night, uh, just a little bit before. It's March 17th. In only a few minutes, it'll be March 18th, and I want to wish you all well. I hope you're all sleeping uh, quietly with a full stomach and feeling safely. I know it's a very difficult time. But it's one of those things that we just have to go through. You know, we just don't have a choice. And the the big thing is that we're going through it together. And when I say we, I I don't just mean the people in my town, which is Toronto. And I don't just mean the people in my province, which is Ontario or my country, Canada. I, I mean all of us. I mean every single one of us, whether it's the EU, South America, Central America, Asia, russia the list goes on and on and on apparently there are no people who have been affected by the coronavirus in antarctica so we wish them well and ask them to make sure that uh, they continue to build their strengths so they can help where needed so here's how it goes it's called a prayer for a pandemic may we who are merely inconvenienced remember those whose lives are at stake may we who have no risk factors remember those most vulnerable May we who have the luxury of working from home remember those who must choose between preserving their health or making their rent. May we who have the flexibility to care for our children when their schools close remember those who have no options. May we who have to cancel our trips remember those that have no place to go. May we who are losing our margin money in the tumult of the economic markets remember those who have no margin at all. And may we who uh, settle in for a quarantine at home Remember those who have no home. During this time when we cannot physically wrap our arms around each other, let us yet find ways to be the loving embrace of God to our neighbors. Amen. Author unknown. That's very beautiful. I want to continue in that beautiful light with a poem that was written by a Franciscan brother, Richard Hendricks, who lives in Ireland, which was called uh, Lockdown. It's gone viral. He posted it on Facebook on March the 13th. Let me read that to you. Yes, there is fear. Yes, there is isolation. Yes, there is panic buying. Yes, there is sickness. Yes, there is even death. But they say that in Wuhan, after so many years of noise, you can hear the birds again. They say that after just a few weeks of quiet, the sky is no longer thick with fumes. But blue and gray and clear, they say that in the streets of Assisi... People are singing to each other across the empty squares, keeping their windows open so that those who are alone may hear the sounds of family around them. They say that a hotel in the west of Ireland is offering free meals and delivery to the house bound. Today, a young woman I know is busy spreading flyers with her number throughout the entire neighborhood so that the elders may have someone to call on. Today, churches, synagogues, mosques, and temples Are preparing to welcome and shelter the homeless, the sick, the weary. All over the world, people are slowing down and reflecting. All over the world, people are looking at their neighbors in a new way. All over the world, they are waking up to a new reality, to how big we really are, to how little control we really have, to what really matters, to love. So we pray and we remember, yes, There is fear, but there does not have to be hate. Yes, there is isolation, but there doesn't have to be loneliness. Yes, there is panic buying, but there does not have to be meanness. Yeah, there's sickness, but there does not have to be disease of the soul. Yes, there is even death, but there can always be a rebirth of love. Wake to the choices you make as to how to live now. Today, breathe. Listen behind the factory noises of your panic. The birds are singing again, the sky is clearing, spring is coming, and we are always encompassed by love. Open the windows of your soul, and though you may not be able to touch across the empty square, sing. That's a beautiful piece. Thank you, Brother Richard. You know, the nice thing about a time like this is that real creativity comes out, and it comes out from all the corners of the world. So... Whatever your background is, whatever your religion is, if you're an atheist, it doesn't matter. We're all in this together. The coronavirus is, is affecting all of us. And in some ways, during these difficult times, when we have the blues, it elicits something very often so beautiful and so special and so poignant as that piece that I just read. My dear colleague Robin sent out an email today letting parents know what to do with their kids when they're home. And here's what she wrote. I recently sent out an article on how to effectively work from home. She calls that WFH, uh, now that schools are closed. And if you're living in Ontario or in Canada, the schools are closed, the public schools anyways, are closed for the next few weeks. WFH takes on a whole other set of challenges and requires certain tools and tricks to be able to get your work done I realize we are all in different situations with different levels of support and kids of varying ages. However, I thought I would share with you briefly some of the strategies I have implemented with the hope that it may provide some useful tips. Number one, set expectations. So your kids are home. She says, I make it clear to my children that I have to make time for work and they will need to be more independent and resourceful than usual. But I also make time for giving them my undivided attention. That's a good one. Number two, time blocking. Scheduling your day with clear periods will give both you and your kids the structure you all need during these uncertain times. It will also be less stressful to know when you will have time to connect with colleagues and focus on your work. Think about what times your kids can be occupied or sleeping. This is when you will get most of your work done. I saw someone schedule and it said from 10 to 11 mayhem. (laughs) That was good. She says, I try to wake up at least an hour earlier than my kids to get my head on straight and get some work done uninterrupted. Very wise, Robin. Screen time. We are generally pretty limiting with our screen time allowances, but with these unusual circumstances, we're being far more flexible and allowing some entertainment screen time, but also ensuring they have access to educational screen time. This is also a good time for me to catch up on emails and have online phone meetings. Early to bed. Firstly, this gives me some much-needed quiet time and also time to do a couple more hours of work uh, before I call it a night. So she says if you have a partner at home, that's fantastic because obviously the two of you can help one another. Those are some ideas for you. There's a few articles uh, that she recommends having to do with working from home with children. Uh, One is at www.pointer.org. Tons of backslashes in there, but we'll leave it at that. P-O-Y-N-T-E-R. She said there are many online educational resources uh, that are now offering e-learning for free during these periods. Check out this extensive list to find something suitable for your children. Uh, Here is one. It's called kidsactivitiesblog.com. That's kids with an S, activities blog blog.com. That's all one word. She says she's been using the following website for her kindergartner, and it's called classroommagazines.scholastic.com. Once again, classroommagazines.scholastic.com. So thank you to Robin for that. Um, She's always a really big help. She's a beautiful human being and uh i'm not surprised that she's putting the word out there to let us know what you can do with your kids somebody asked me today with my nephew actually he said you know what i i kind of want to know what you do in the course of your day how do you fill your time uh being that you're staying home all day um i am somewhat higher risk because of my heart condition And uh, therefore, I'm taking this pretty seriously, as I'm sure all of you are. Uh, Just to give you a little bit of insight into my day, it it was a good day. Um, I woke up early and I'm, I'm really staying on schedule. So I like nothing more than to climb out of bed at 7 or 7.30. And I'll have a glass of water to get my system going. And then I'll have a really nice cup of coffee. If it's not the right temperature, boom, down the sink. If it doesn't have exactly the right amount of coffee in it, boom, down the sink. Uh, I only put milk in it, and I try to I try to use goat milk, uh, so coffee is really important. What I have been doing since January 5th, uh, the very first thing of the day is I've been learning Talmud. I've talked about this on Hat Radio, and you can uh, hear all the shows at hatradio.ca. Duff Yomi is essentially uh, one page, both sides, of Talmud every single day for seven and a half years. I finished my very first tractate, my very first book of the Talmud uh, two weeks ago, and I did what's called a seum, which is a celebration, a party at my niece and nephew's house, Ezra and Reina. They made a beautiful dessert uh, celebration for me, and it was well attended. So I do that. I spend anywhere from 40 minutes to an hour studying. Uh, this is my spiritual stuff. I also worked on the show. Um, So I posted one and two already. Uh, This is uh, show three, and I'm constantly updating and reading emails to make sure that these shows are comprehensive and that they share with you information that you may not have had otherwise. And of course, I think the fundamental piece here, the pillar of Corona Radio is to get a sense that we're all caring about one another. So while I can't work on my caring during the day for the sake of this show, I can read up on humanitarian efforts around the world, having to do with the coronavirus, and tips on how to become kinder. So I work on that. Um, I make sure to have my breakfast, my lunch, and my dinner. Now here's something very cool. I made a barbecue sauce today, and uh, I dipped my chicken in it. And then I baked it in the oven and it was really good, man. Essentially what I did was I took ingredients from about three different places and I created this wonderful, wonderful barbecue sauce. Cup of ketchup, onions, garlic, lemon juice. Um, I put a little bit of vinegar in it, uh, a cup of uh, uh, water. Um, I use dates instead of light brown sugar. I don't eat sugar. And paprika, chili powder, cumin, turmeric. Put it on a medium-high heat for about 30 minutes, whisking it. I love that, whisking it. I love that little whisker. And I uh, poured it on my chicken, and then I baked it for about 45 minutes. If you want that recipe, I, it really is quite made up, but you know, email me at avram at hatradio.ca. I talk to my family and friends. I do a lot of that during the course of the day. And I watched a movie, which is called Filmworker. If you haven't seen it, it's very good. It's a documentary about Leon uh, Vitali, and Leon Vitali was an assistant to Stanley Kubrick, considered to be perhaps one of the greatest filmmakers of all time. He was noted for his realism, his dark humor, unique cinematography, extensive set design, and evocative use of music. Interesting, in her book dedicated to Kubrick, his wife, uh, Christiana, included one of his favorite quotations by Oscar Wilde, and she said, the tragedy of old age is not that one is old, but that one is young. And I think that applies to Stanley Kubrick, who died at about 70 years old. And indeed, when he died, man, he had lots of movies in him, uh, unfortunately, which would never come to fruition. And, and he wasn't old. He was young. But the real kicker here is that Leon Vitali was his assistant. And I thought, how fascinating is it that a man who was an accomplished actor, Leon Vitale was, stopped acting and decided that he would give of his life, he would work constantly toward the mission, the vision of Stanley Kubrick. And it makes you think, because I so often consider that, you know, I was put on this earth for a very particular reason. I believe that strongly. And uh, my, my thing is humanitarian work. It's what I call Tikkun Olam. Um, I, I don't want to work on other people's ideas. I really don't, man. I want to work on my own. I want to paint my own canvas. That's what I do in my art room. You know, if I want to do something of a humanitarian nature, then I want to launch the program. I, I really don't want to follow somebody else. But Leon Vitali, who was extraordinarily uh, appreciated and also respected for his work, he really followed Stanley Kubrick and did whatever that man needed. It's a fascinating documentary. Again, I watched it today as part of my schedule, probably around, uh, I watched. I, I like watching movies in pieces, so I would watch like half hour of it at 2 o'clock, shut it off, go back and do my other stuff, and then later on in the evening I'd do another half hour and then maybe another half hour later, or split it in half. If it's really, really gripping, I'll watch the whole thing at once. But have, have a listen, it's called Film Worker, and uh, it's it's very worthwhile. What, what I would tell you uh, to take away from my schedule is that you really should be scheduled. You, re- you really need to have ideas for what you're going to do tomorrow. Some people have a problem just being, and essentially those are people who... Really, have not developed hobbies in their life or interests outside of work. So now that they may not have work, or their work is at home, and we all know we work a little bit less when we're at home than than we're in our office. Uh, make sure that you start developing those things that you've always loved. Make sure that you really start working on your book. You know, <laughs> yeah, start reaching out to those people whom you haven't spoken to for a while, and. Uh, If you always wanted to be a woodworker, well, now's the time, man. Now is the time. Uh, If you have some uh, equipment at home, then, you know, start dabbling with it and figuring out how it works. A lot of people are really fascinated by computers. Are there maybe aspects of it like YouTube? You know, you really can become a proficient musician by studying uh, guitar or piano or drums, or the Oboe online. You really can, I've done it. And I've I've learned a ton about art on YouTube. Take advantage of what we have in our day and age because we are very gifted that way. We are so lucky to have access to information and resources that when I was growing up, when I was younger, and I was born in 1960, man, if we wanted a book to study the Impressionists, we had to go to the library. Um, now that's not so bad going to library it's great but I often think I'm sitting here I'm doing research for this show or I'm doing research for my next painting and I think okay which website am I going to go on what sort of research am I going to do online where's it going to take me and I surf like hell man up and down those waves uh, until I ultimately arrive at where I want to so If you don't know how to do that, if you're not much of a researcher yourself, then reach out, ask a friend. This is the time, folks. This is the time. While we don't remember most phone numbers today, they are in our smartphone. Click on your smartphone and say, okay, this person's a level two or a level three friend. But hell, I always like them and I want to give them a shout. And maybe they can help me with some research because I always respected how they went about their hobbies, how they went about the things that they're passionate about. Give them a call, give them a call, and you'll accomplish two or three things at once. You'll launch those things that you really, really love or can love and develop and really be quite proficient in, and you'll develop a stronger friendship. You know, when you talk to people too, talk with love, talk with sensitivity. Let them know how you're feeling, and that's another big piece here, you know? How are you feeling, man? How are you feeling? I'll tell you. There are times during my day where I am uh, really elated. (laughs) I get, I get, I feel a great sense of joy and I, and I do because I, I'm surrounded by so much love and I have this time to further develop myself and develop those relationships. And then there are other times where it gets really, really quiet, both internally and externally. And it's those moments when I start to get a little bit frightened, you know? I start to think to myself, holy shit, whoa, <laughs> what is this, man, the coronavirus? And and the news is changing all the time. Literally, when you go onto your favorite news website, you're going to read about something that, that has occurred in the world of a huge nature. You shut it off, you go back to your stuff, come back to it in an hour, and boom, something new has happened. Of a huge nature so be careful with the uh, news that you take in i talked about that in show two choose your favorite websites maybe it's two maybe it's three who is a good one cdc uh the canadian government if if you like cnn that's fine but if you ask me they are prone to dramatics and hyperbole and they certainly are not calming by any stretch it's nice to find a place where people give you the good news with the bad news (laughs) but do that make sure that you're conscious and cognizant of uh of all the news you know they're saying now that you know the deaths are uh less now in china is that true or not i don't know but if it is it's good news so look for both and mix it up if you're afraid during the course of the day once again here is what is key reach out because people are waiting for your call how do i know that because I'm waiting for calls from my loved ones, from my sisters, from my nieces, from my nephews, from my son, from my friends, from my colleagues. They call me, how you doing? And you can hear it in their voice, you know? You just know immediately something's not exactly right. So do that, reach out, make that call, and when that call comes, find some moments to be empathetic and sympathetic. Now here's a really big piece, Be funny. (laughs) Be funny, man. Make jokes. Humor is like a huge piece. So I went online and I found some coronavirus humor. I'm sure you've seen some of it. Here's here's one of it. It was on a website somewhere. If you need 144 rolls of toilet paper for a 14-day quarantine, you probably should have seen the doctor long before the coronavirus. It's true, isn't it? Oh man, I couldn't believe some of the people I saw at my supermarket walking out with uh, just droves of toilet paper. <laughs> I, I I I don't know, just couldn't figure it out. Uh yeah, there's a guy was working at a bank and two guys came in with masks on and uh, all they did was rob the place. <laughs> I love that one. I don't have to explain that, do I? No. A fellow on Twitter wrote that the owner of his gym composed a very comprehensive uh, way of dealing with the virus, uh, more comprehensive than that of the president of the United States. (laughs) And it's true. I'm getting memos from Starbucks, from Home Depot, and other retail outlets telling me how to deal with the coronavirus and how they're dealing with it. And I'm thinking, really? Like, I just popped by for some Java Starbucks And I really don't expect and I I, I don't need you to tell me how to deal uh, with this health issue. (laughs) But thank you so much. Or Home Depot, you know, boxes for moving, uh, wood for your new frame on your door. But medical advice, not really. Um, Here's another one. Uh, This guy says that without sports, without sports, uh, life is as follows. He was sitting on his couch and turned to his right and there he saw a a lovely woman who was very kind and it turned out it was his wife (laughs) okay jehovah witness is delighted because they know everyone is going to be home (laughs) no slight to jehovah witness but you know how they knock on your door right (laughs) um this guy says i washed my hands so many times because of the virus that my 1995 exam notes resurfaced on the palm of my hands. <laughs> yeah, right. I've been there myself. Finally, a, a picture of a woman looking very guilty is saying, damn, I already ate all my quarantine snacks. And you know something? That's not a real joke either because I did stock up. Like I went in and got non-perishable goods. I'm really into tomato sauce because I like to put it in everything. My stir fries, my chicken. And I, it's used up. And I bought chili and that's used up. I bought some you know, basic snacks, some wafers and so on. That's used up. And I, I'm pretty sure that a lot of people are going through that. They're going through their snacks really, really quickly and the food that they bought for a 14-day or a month period. So be careful with that. Anyway, the show is uh, just about over. I want to thank you so much for listening to Corona Radio. I would ask you, please, if you have any advice, any ideas as to what I could speak about in future shows, uh, please be in touch at avram at hatradio.ca be kind, be loving, be caring give charity man Nonprofits are suffering out there the money that you put aside for tithing, use it now it's really really important call those people whom you love if someone calls you, you, you can just hear it in their voice that they need someone to reach out to be there for them God willing we should get through this soon we have the ability to do so we are humankind folks and we are magnificent magnificent when you take a look at the startups in the world advancements in technology and medicine unbelievable we are moving forward in so many ways that one can't help but think about what a wonderful wonderful place this is and could be even more so so have trust have faith have hope contribute to making it even better and be strong and be courageous because we will get through this I assure you, we will get through this gumzoo or This too will pass. With great love from myself, Rosen Rosenzweig, and you've been listening to Corona Radio, brought to you by Hat Radio, and God bless.